Signal City, a community where citizens of a new generation find themselves in all the masks they wear. Will they learn to thrive or to threaten? What kind of world will they fight for? Find out as we follow the heroics and teenage struggle of Artemis. I'm Alpine Moon, the bull, and I'm nobody's good girl. Laura. Lilith, the doomed, and I'm not the only one in here. Andy. I'm Grimoire, the Nova, and I'm here to work my magic. Together with me, Marie, as the GM, we welcome you to Re-Roleplay. So, the camera pans back to our crew of lovable heroes. And it's a beautiful day outside. It's starting to get into late afternoon. Uh, We see dark shadows stretching across the courtyard between the hospital and town hall. And our group is looking a little stressed at this point. So, where are we? I think we're... I gotta go for it. (laughs) (laughs) I think we're still, like, in a... In a huddle, we're all just trying to, like, comfort each other. Okay. Because I think we left off in a group hug. Yeah, I think we left off in a group hug. Yeah, Anais is definitely, like, shaking and just trying to steady her breathing. Uh, You can still see her hair is kind of doing the, like, static thing uh, Mm -hmm. of, like, standing up from just the arcane power. Um, uh, She's just kind of, like, repeating under her breath, like, I'm in control. I'm in control. I'm in control. Catalina, how are you doing? Your maybe girlfriend is clearly in trouble. I mean, I'm trying real hard not to freak out. Okay. Uh, especially because, um, if I remember correctly, uh, Layla like vomited. <laughs> Layla um, definitely upon vomited. hearing that uh, her shitty ex boyfriend um, had like captured people. Yes. Um, so I'm trying, I'm, I think I'm more switching into like mission mode Okay. it's like, we, we have, we have a goal, like let's, let's do the thing. Okay. So Catalina is in mission mode. Layla's a little nervous and Anais is definitely coming down from panic attack. That a good summary? Yep. Mm-hmm. All right. What are you folks going to do? How are you going to find your friends? So just, just like a bit of table talk. There are two ways I can do this and both of which involve marking my doom track. Yeah, yeah, um, I could have a dark vision to find Betsy, or I could just, I don't know if Portal lets me take people with me, but I could just, it doesn't say that it does or doesn't. Um, I wouldn't allow it to take people with you, but do you know where you're going? Uh, it says with anyone I want, I would go to Betsy, wherever, wherever she is. Let's see, does it allow you to mark, mark your here do- in a scene with, oh, so you could go directly to Betsy that way. Um, is this something Layla proposes out loud? I think, yeah, I think Layla's gonna take a few deep steadying steadying breaths and say, okay, I think, I think I know what to do. I think I can, don't ask me how I know I can do this, but I think I can just take us directly to Betsy, wherever she is. Okay. Why does that sound like you're about to use these powers again? Because, because she am. absolutely is gonna. Because I am. S- simple solutions first. Uh, and and Anais just sort of shakily pulls out her iPhone and does a find my phone on <laughs> Betsy's phone. <laughs> All right. Um, 
I wonder if there's a good role for this. Is this an assess the situation? Is this an I, I mean, we could just do like a custom move or something. Yeah, this sounds like a yeah, call for a custom, like a custom move. move. This sounds like a um, normal person solution to things. This yep. might be uh, roll your mundane. Let's see how this goes. Oof. This goes amazingly. Uh, that is a five. <laughs> do we still have team? Uh, we start a session with what? Two team? Uh, we one with team. one. Yeah, one we team. start a session with one team, but we but I don't know if this is after time passes from last session because we're picking up right from where we left off. Um, I'm gonna say because it's a new session that the team pool has been reset, so we have one team yeah. to work with. So it looks that it's a five. Yeah. So there's just no saving that. Okay. You have influence over. Oh wait, hold on. Oh, wait, I have a yeah, question. I have influence though. over Betsy, so that's a six. That's a so six. someone can use a yeah. team to save that. All right, we're at a six. What do we? What ideas do we have to uh, work together? Um, I think. Uh, oh, you know what it is? Is um, Catalina uh, notices that uh, Anais has put in the uh, put in like the number wrong. Okay. Oh yeah, because Anis is definitely like shaking and just can't can't even get yeah. the. Yeah, Catalina definitely has that number memorized. Yeah, so I, I imagine <laughs> that Anis's hands are shaking and she's really having trouble inputting the number, but Catalina catches wise to what she's trying to do and is like, "Oh, great idea!" And uh, the two of them together are able to correctly input uh, are, Betsy's number. Are able to collectively be one functioning human being. Yes, you are one functioning <laughs> human being. Congratulations. <laughs> All right. rubbed the two brain cells together. Okay, okay. So you're, the signal's a little choppy. Um, like you you see the icon on the map of Signal City pop in and pop out and back in um, almost as if uh, something might be wrong with the phone, something might be wrong with the signal. Uh, but you can see it across town in... Uh, an, an area with a lot of apartment complexes. It's a little bit of a rougher part of town, um, but you do see the signal way over there. I think we'll get there most reliably with a Getmobile. All right, um, I'll call us a cab. Thanks. Okay, so a few minutes later, the cab pulls up on uh, one of the streets adjacent to the square and you see uh, an older man get out and uh, with, with a big smile on his face and he waves conveniently at all of you and says, Hello there, I'm Jack. I'll be your Getmobile driver today. How can I help you? Uh, as I am like trying to shepherd the other two towards the car, uh, I give him like, you know, our best approximation of the sig of like where the uh the phone is oh okay yeah i've been to that neighborhood absolutely climb on in can i help you with um he, he looks to see if you have any baggage or anything that you need help getting into the car only emotional oh, baggage i was gonna say we got baggage <laughs> he can help you with that too I well go go on i think like just as they get in the car layla's layla's gonna be like and if you're willing to speed, do it. All right, I can do. So the the doors slam shut with a good clunk. Um, he he actually starts whistling a a lovely tune and starts pulling away from the curb into traffic. Um, he 
it's not quite as uncanny as when you were in the car with Trixie, but he is able to navigate out of these congested inner, uh, like center of the city streets onto some back roads fairly, fairly easy. And fr from there, it seems to be easy driving and he's able to, to really put the, the pedal to the metal and get up to a good 35 in a... <laughs> that's pretty good for a city. For a city, that's yeah. amazing. I know. I know. Yeah. So he, um, he's been whistling for a little bit and is like, how, how are you folks doing? Long day uh, on the job? It's a little early. Uh, th I think we're just beginning. Ah, okay. Okay, so Layla's gonna, while they're in the car, wordlessly just reach over and grab Anais's hand and just lightly squeeze. And it's both for her comfort like both for Anais's comfort and for Layla's, and it's just doing a doing a nonverbal comfort and support. Oh balls! <laughs> We're doing great. That's a uh, a three on the dice uh -huh. with my influence. Makes it four. Make mundane is five. Yeah, that's not gonna help. No, it's all right. So the the atmosphere in the car is definitely oh, getting a little potential. tense. Yeah, mark your potential, absolutely. You have to... It's a race against time against your doom track at this point. Yeah. Everything's fine. You all worry too much. Okay, so the the car is definitely tense. Jack is trying to... Uh, he's trying to bring up conversation of like, Oh, um... What what are, you, what are you folks doing? Where are you from? What what do you what do you what do you do? Um, lovely day outside, isn't it? Uh, he, yeah, I'm gonna be like, Hey, um, Jack... Oh uh, yeah. We're uh yeah, we're um we're all high schoolers and one of our friends is currently missing. Oh, oh dear. So yeah, I'm sorry if it's a little oh, standoffish, okay. but we're um it's kind of hard to make small talk right now. Okay, understandable. Uh, and he he definitely eases the car up to a good 45 miles per mm. hour in a city street. <laughs> yeah. Anise, for her part, you see she just, like, takes her glasses glasses off and, like, puts them in a, in a pocket and just sort of, like, puts her head back and is trying to breathe and you can see, like, under her eyelids the blue glow. Alright, so about this point, he's gonna pull the car over to the side of the road. We're in the middle of, um... Uh, a residential district of the city. Um, just a, a lot of reasonably high-rise apartment buildings. Um, and when he pulls over, he looks back at the car, praises the three of you, and says, all right, well, seems that you might have this taken care of, but just in case, I'm going to I'm gonna give you this, just, just in case. And he reaches into the glove compartment of the, the Getmobile and pulls out a burner phone and offers it to the three of you. Can't be too safe. Uh, I'll pocket it and I'll be like, "Thanks." Um, uh, I'll I'll hand it back to you next time we see you. Hey, no problem. I uh, I'm not a super in my own right, but glad to help you help you folks out. Be safe, okay? Thanks, Jack. Thanks. Uh, no promises. I'm pulling for you. And as the three of you step out onto the curb and look uh, around the um, the kind of golden toned streets, the sun's starting to set, his car pulls away. So what are you three going to do? How are you going to find Betsy? 
Um, well, the the find phone function has like the like it'll make the phone ping. Yeah. Uh, so I think like like Anise puts her glasses back on. You can see when she opens her eyes, uh, they're they're still glowing a bit. Um, not like not full burn, but like her eyes sort of get bluer the more magical power she's got, and it's sort of at the like blue and glowing slightly. Um, she's gonna pull out her phone and just start like walking around trying to listen for the ping. Okay. Um, this sounds like an assess, which I'm definitely going to fail, but let's see how this goes. It's going to be great. Everything's great. Oh, well, that's a seven, which makes it a six. Yeah, but you have influence on Betsy. But I do have influence on Betsy. Okay, a seven. We're at a seven. Okay. I actually passed a roll with Superior. <laughs> Mark your calendars, dear listeners. Crazy. <laughs> you're, you're doing great, Anais. We love you. All right. Are, now, speaking of, are you three still in your cities, or have you transformed into your superhero personas? I think, um, so Layla in the last episode was just wearing, like, a simple black sundress mm-hmm. and her, her Lilith shawl. But she mm-hmm. had brought with her a domino mask. Like they, we we talked about like these kids never go anywhere without like. Oh yeah. I think we were actually making jokes last night that clearly they all buy like bulk <laughs> boxes yeah. from, these... from DJs. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Bulk boxes from DJs of domino masks. They're they're a little cheap and flimsy, but you know what? They help protect her identity, and that's what counts. I mean, Anais can magical girl out at a moment's notice, but I don't think she had ever like. Oh, wait, uh, she had been found... Oh, when they got found by Will, they were in her city, so I think she's still yeah. in that. Yeah. And uh, Catalina, by the sound of things, you're still Catalina, not Alpine Moon, correct? Uh, correct. Okay, good. So, which question do we want to ask for assess the situation? Uh, what here can I use... Well, I mean, what here can I use to find Betsy is already sort of like, mm-hmm. you know, the phone. Um this kind of sounds like who here is the most vulnerable to me. Yeah, so, I mean, the answer is obvious. It's Betsy. Um, so as you walk around and, keep, like, almost frantically hitting the ping button on your phone, like, every, it starts every five seconds and every three seconds, and by the time you finally hear a ding off in the distance, like, a, a very soft ding, you, uh, you're, you're probably... Just, just spamming it. Just spamming the ping my phone feature. And, yeah, and, and Anis is going to take off as at a run as soon as she actually hears it. Okay. Layla's yeah. also going to run with her. And Catalina, are you going to let the other two beat you to your maybe girlfriend? Well, considering she and I, I think, haven't even on screen flirted a whole lot, <laughs> um, I don't know if we can continue to call her my maybe girlfriend, but I'm absolutely going to run uh, run towards uh, the sound of the phone. The sound of the phone, yes. Okay. So uh, this is, it's behind one of the apartment buildings, and you can see um, there is a fire escape maybe 20 feet to the left, um, but you see behind a dumpster on the other side of it um you see a coil of rope sprawled all over the place and as you round the dumpster you just see betsy lying there unconscious um with uh, she's more accurately you see vigil there she's in her uh vigil gear and it definitely looks like she had been rappelling down the building and the rope had been cut and um she definitely looks worse for wear. Uh, one of her legs is bent at an odd angle. Ooh. What are you three going to do? 
Uh, well, <laughs> Layla's just gonna, like, see her and, oh gosh, just, like, actually fully forget to use her hero name and just be like, Betsy, and run to her and, like, 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 do that thing where, like, on seeing Betsy's, like, crumpled form, just, like, fully forgetting to use her hero name is just, like, Betsy, and runs to her and, like, does that thing where, like, hands hovering over her because she's scared to touch her, mm -hmm. like, scared to make it worse, and then, like, eventually, like, like, finds, like, like, is, like, breathes a couple of times and then checks for a pulse. Okay. So you, you definitely sense a uh, pulse. It's pretty okay. strong, actually. Um, so when you reach down and do you do it on like the, the, the neck or the wrist? The, the neck. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's pretty strong there. Um, you do hear, she starts going, she starts moaning like, uh, as you come into contact with her. And after a few seconds of, uh, moaning and, uh, rolling back and forth a little bit in pain. She does open her eyes and looks at the three of you and says, Oh, hey, I have a confession to make. I wasn't at work this afternoon. No shit, Bets. <laughs> and uh, at that, Anais is going to pipe up and just be like, I'm, uh, I'm sorry, I, I should have told you both. Layla's Look. just going to, like, shake her head and be like, It's fine. It's all fine. I'm just... I'm so glad he didn't. Okay, we need to, we need to get you to a hospital. Oh, it's fine. I'm fine. And she starts pulling herself up, and as uh, she starts putting weight on one of her legs, the one that was at an odd angle, she she cringes hard and drops down to the ground again. Uh, I go to catch her. Nice. So uh, I don't know if there's a good role for that. This just seems like an RP yeah, this thing, is just honestly. Yeah, do, I, do I need to roll the catcher? Yeah, you're going to roll the catcher. No, you, I'm going to say you catch her. Um, she's going to grasp you fairly um, fairly strongly, um, just lacing her fingers into the back of your shirt, sweatshirt. What are you wearing? Um, let's see. I think it's a, I think it's a, like a zip up hoodie. Okay. So yeah, she's grasping the back of your hoodie and looks up at you and says, all right, I lied again. Maybe I'm not right for heroing tonight. Yeah, I think, um, <sighs> all right. As much as I really, really, really want to get you to a hospital, are you going to be okay there, or do we need to set this and have you sit it out on the couch for a long time? Here, let me let me see what I can do. Uh, Anise is going to try to sorcery to... Uh, I, I imagine not, like, full heal. That seems incredibly cheesy, but yeah. at least, like, set the leg. Okay, yeah, yeah. This is definitely Unleash Your Powers. Definitely. Oh, wait. Oof, that's still crappy, but thankfully my freak is better. All right, so let's see. That's five plus influence plus freak. That is a nine. Nice. Okay. So um, tell me what you're trying to do and tell me if you want it to be unstable or are temporary. Uh, I am going to mark guilty. 
Nice. Uh, to make it not unstable or temporary. And it's going to be like literally like a, a like almost Green Lantern-esque, like blue magical splint. Magical splint. Is going to appear. <laughs> I um, love it. And it's just sort of like splint and like complement of like band-aids and bandages. <laughs> I love it. Do they have like anime characters on them? The uh, they, they don't have uh, anime characters, but they do have like pretty floral patterns. I love this. Okay, yeah, that's adorable. <laughs> yeah, she had, definitely had a couple scrapes and um, bumps on her from tumbling down the side of a building, and has these pretty floral blue band aids all over her now, and this glowy splint along her leg. Yeah, like the way, and it doesn't just appear either. It's almost like, you know, when uh, they'll have like a Disney princess having like birds help them sew, and you can just see the like things like winding around and whatnot. It, it's kind of like that. I love this. Okay, perfect. And I this... confirmed Disney princess. <laughs> Disney princess. I love it. We're not Disney. Please don't sue us. <laughs> All right. So, um, yeah, Betsy's going to look down at her leg and flex her foot a little bit and up at Catalina, who's definitely still holding her, right? And oh, yeah. Then... I've, I've caught her, like, princess style. Nice. Okay. Perfect. And Excellent. That should hold me for a little while. Okay, look. I wasn't trying to get into trouble. I wasn't even trying to be seen. Um, I found some information on... Henrik finally popped up on the scene on Ice, and I found some information on your dagger, Layla. And I just, I didn't want it to slip by. I wanted to follow up on it because we, something's wrong with Henrik. We need to get him back. And Layla, we need that dagger. I know you just haven't been the same since we lost it. So look, the... I, I saw the dagger. It was up there in one of those rooms. At this point, I'm sure it's gone. But um, here, I have this trackpad here. Uh, it's what I was using to follow Henrik. Um, he, he's in the city somewhere, and he's been consistently in the city. Maybe you can track him down. Maybe you can um, catch up with him. And when you find him, you should be able to catch up to... Who, who was that guy... That Layla, who was who that guy? <sighs> Layla, on that, like, she kind of has this, like, involuntary power surge, I'm gonna call it, where, mm -hmm. like, her hair lifts in the, like, Miyazaki style and her eyes just flash yellow. And she, like, clenches her fists and she's like, that was Wyatt. My ex-boyfriend. <laughs> that was Wyatt? Wow. Okay, look. Wyatt's involved in this too. I don't know why he wants that dagger so bad, but... <sighs> find Henrik. You should be able to find the dagger and find Wyatt, and maybe we can get our lives back to some semblance of normal. I can guess why he wants the dagger. Why does he want the dagger? It was Wyatt's idea to unbind Xyluriel. Ooh, <laughs> Betsy's gonna has has a very interested, shocked, uh, like oh boy, this is juicy look on her face. <laughs> yeah, he. How he pitched it to me was that the demon would give us power, make us stronger. We'd be better. We'd be better curators, but um, we all know how that worked out. 
So about this point, Layla, you're going to hear a voice in the back of your head that says, He was right, you know. You are stronger than you used to be. Did you ever have power like this before you let me out? You can be a much better hero, especially if you just tapped into the full potential of our powers. Layla is, like, clearly struggling with this because on some level she agrees. (laughs) And, like... She squeezes her eyes shut and turns her face away from the rest of the team. And she just kind of, I'm going to be better than he thought he could be. Nice. All right. So while you were having this internal monologue, Layla, uh, and you you did say that last part out, out loud. Sort of like muttered through gritted teeth. Like, the team heard it. Okay. All right. Betsy's going to look at you and raise an eyebrow. And she's been rifling through her backpack and pulls out the uh, trackpad that she left out for the the group a while ago and hand it over to you on ice and say, all right, I'll catch a cab home. This should hold me. But you got to keep on Henrik's tail. Um, he's still in the city. He's not far. Did you find out anything about why he's doing this? For all I've seen of him, he, he's just been helping me control my powers. I don't understand why he'd do something like this. Betsy's gonna take your hand at this and squeeze it reassuringly and say, Look, I don't know what's up with Henrik right now, but from what I, I can tell you, his behavior has been erratic. He's been in and out of the city. I don't I don't even think he has a reason to be in the city, uh, especially if he hasn't been making house calls to you. Uh, as far as I can tell, he's in over his head as much as we are, and he's not in full control of himself. I think this Wyatt character has is responsible for whatever weird behavior. I wouldn't write him off right away, but... I mean, how can I? I know, I know. Find him. You'll figure out what's wrong. Layla's gonna, like, look at her and be like, Xyluriel called Henrik transgressor. When I asked them what that meant, they said that I was a transgressor. It's it's possible that Henrik has a demon, too. Just gonna real quick mark afraid. Cool. Everything's perfect. <laughs> All right, so around this point, um, Betsy's going to start helping her herself up out of your arms, Catalina, if you let her, and steady herself against the side of the building. And uh, I, I'm very, I'm very like hesitant to do so, but um, I mean, she's she's her own person. If she wants to, she wants to risk it. Yeah. All right, I, I'm going to say after. Do you, do you offer like an arm or something to get her to the curb? And she she does mention maybe I'll just call myself a Getmobile to get myself home. Um, actually, I will hand her the burner phone. Oh, nice! I dig it. Um, and uh, and then yeah, I mean, I offer her an arm. Um, since it's pretty clear that she doesn't uh, like she doesn't want to um, like just take it easy or allow me to like bring her back. Um, but yeah, so, so I'll, I'll like 
make I'll I'll make I'll give myself like make myself available for her to lean on. Okay. Yeah. And then um when she says like that she'll uh, get a get mobile, um I actually like dig into a pocket and hand her the phone. I'm like, um there's a guy the our last driver uh handed me this. Um his name's Jack. Uh give him a call. I'm pretty sure he'll uh I'm pretty sure he'd be willing to uh to give you a ride and um i think he really needs somebody to talk to so like just heads up he might try to make like a lot of small talk i love it all right so yeah betsy's gonna sling an arm over your shoulder and with your help hobble up to the curb and sit down on the edge of the sidewalk and she's gonna nod up to you Eh, maybe it'd be nice to talk with a you know normal person for a while no no offense I'll let it slide this time. <laughs> Sounds good. And yeah, when, whenever you three wrap this up, I'll be home, okay? Maybe we can do a movie night or something. We're going to need It's a one. date. Oh, a date. And she's going <laughs> to waggle her eyebrows and grin. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Anais is going to actually smile a little at that. I feel like Anais and Layla are going to like kind of share a look. Yeah. Like, they're going to like look at each other and like have this like non-verbal conversation of like did you hear that oh i heard that i dig it (laughs) (laughs) i dig it all right um so yeah she's on the phone chatting with uh jack at this point what are the rest of you three gonna do you have a trackpad in your hand on ace okay what's what's on the trackpad okay so yeah you see a digital map of the city it's a black background with kind of an an electric blue lines and you can see uh, a blinking arrow uh, a few miles away on the map um, with a little caption saying Henrik. Uh, She's going to turn the trackpad around so the rest of the team can see it. She's going to say, I I think maybe we should start with finding my cousin. All right. Okay. How are you three going to get there? How far is it? Yeah, it's maybe a mile away. We can fly that. Anais is going to start by charging burn. Nice, roll it. <laughs> and with conditions, that is a 7 on the dice and a 10 in real life. Nice, hey. okay. So what does that do for you? It just means I have 3 burn. Okay, perfect. Um, Layla? I think Layla's also going to charge burn. Nice. And are you going to stay in your... Um, Civvies, or are you going to start transforming into... Oh, Anais is grimoiring up. Nice. Uh, Layla's definitely just going to, you know, grab the cheap-ass domino mask uh-huh. and put that one on. Nice. All right, I'm rolling to charge burn. Why? That was a snake, eyes. <laughs> well, you did a little bit of burn. Uh, What's that one? Two, two burn, mark three conditions. Three conditions? Boy, oh boy. That's how this works? Yup. Do I mark potential for that? Uh, yeah, yeah. You did miss. You missed. Okay. Um, that's another advance. That's an advance. There you go. <laughs> um, everything is perfect. Don't think about it too much. <laughs> I'm actually gonna... That's good, actually. I'm glad I have some uh, some ideas. All right. And Catalina, are you staying as Catalina or are you going to transform into Alpine Moon? Well, I can't fly. Okay. Um, <laughs> so, uh, but I do think, uh, so we're still in like kind of a sort of kind of upscale neighborhood, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, 
very very crowded apartment buildings but um yeah definitely a nice nicer area than you've been in um like for example from the moonlighters episode much better than that <laughs> yes um all right then i think uh i'm not going to wolf out just because it is uh narratively it is over the top so uh it's it's not in my best interest right now okay. to completely wolf out um, uh, oh, and you know what? In fact, uh, I left my hoodie. Uh, I like drape before we kind of run off. I drape my hoodie over uh, Betsy's shoulders. Betsy's gonna take your sweatshirt, Catalina, and uh, wrap it around her shoulders and grin back. Thanks. I'll I'll keep it safe, or safer than I can keep it myself, I guess, and kind of grin at you. Uh, I'm gonna be like. Oh, that's good. I uh be I kind of like that one. It's uh be really bummed if like, you know, it got all beat up or anything. Yeah, and you need to stop shredding your clothes. Hey, it's only happened once or twice recently, <laughs> all right? <laughs> all right. Uh and about this point, the Getmobile is going to pull up and Jackson get get going to get out and wave to you three. And say, ah, oh, glad you found your friend. And he's going to help Betsy into the front seat of the car. Don't worry, cool. I'll, I'll get her home safe. And he will drive away, leaving the three of you uh, alone on the streets. Well, let's let's take stock of where we're at. Yeah, uh... yeah so on that wonderful miss to charge burn, dear reader, I rolled snake eyes. <laughs> this is perfect. Everything is perfect. Go on. Now, what this meant for me is that I had to mark three, count them, three conditions. Angry, guilty, and insecure. Now, that did also bring me to an advance. So I took uh, Game Face from the Janus playbook, which is when I commit myself to save someone or defeat a terrible enemy Mark a condition and take plus one ongoing to all roles in direct pursuit of that goal. At the end of any scene in which you don't make progress towards that goal, mark a condition. When you fulfill that goal, mark potential. Nice. All right. Uh, does that does that move come into play? Is that going to be helpful at all this session? It's gonna, but I'm not going to make that move just yet. Okay. All right. Meanwhile, for our listeners' sake, uh, Anais is currently sitting on afraid, angry, and guilty all marked. Uh, Alpine Moon, where are you at? I'm fine. <laughs> yeah, she's fine. Well, someone's got to be, statistically speaking. <laughs> all right. You, are, you three are standing in the streets. It is... Um, the skies had been golden with um, the sunset. It is now starting to get dark. What are you three going to do? Anis, you have this trackpad in your hand with a um, an icon blinking that is moving slowly across the city. Um, Anis is at this point like full grimoire out. Like she's got the costume. She's got the aura. She's got her burn up. Uh, she's going to reach out a hand to, to Catalina and say... Uh, here, shall we? Uh, sure. Never done it this way before. Uh, so Anais is, is actually going to try to pick Catalina up, which she would not normally be able to do, but like, burn. Yes. <laughs> I, I'm going to say when you're, uh, 
emanating the energy of your burn, you you are able to do this, especially yeah. if you're going to start flying. Yep. That's okay. Anissa's plan. So just yeah. like scoop Catalina up and launch. Layla's also nice. going to levitate herself telekinetically and uh, fly after Anais and Catalina. Okay. So you start crossing the city. Um, it is starting to get dark. The sky has taken on a bluish purplish hue. And as you approach the icon on the map, you can see the apartment buildings have given away more into office buildings. And you can see the car that matches up on the street with the icon is pulling into a parking garage. So what are you three going to do? Um, Anais is going to look at uh, Catalina and say, do you need somewhere to wolf out? Um, yeah, that would be appreciated. Um, Anais is going to fly to the roof of the parking garage. Is there any, anyone up there? Uh, the roof of the parking garage has one or two cars in it. Um, it's covered. You can get in through the sides and above the parking garage. Um, there's more building up there. So you can get in, um, uh, there, there's like, like open, panels that you can slide in from but it's it's not an open roof okay so uh she's gonna fly in through one of the open panels and like if, if it's cool to say there's like a like a larger like parked van in there yeah uh she's gonna land behind that and uh let catalina down and and sort of be like all right um i'm gonna i'm gonna see if i can follow that car Are you good to catch up uh she's already like starting to strip to like her you know expandable jumpsuit thing nice um and she just kind of she's she kind of like gives you a look like, am I going to be able to catch up? <laughs> I, I think for Anais's part, she was more asking, like, are you OK if I go on ahead or should I hang back? No, but I, I like uh, how this is playing out. Cool. <laughs> Especially yeah. considering you two are rivals from the Bulls perspective. Fair enough. Yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> so Anais is going to sort of like fly over like, you know, how garages always have that like spiral. Mm hmm. Uh, she's gonna like fly into the middle of that to see what she can see, but at that point, like, I, I don't want to leave Layla behind. So, what are you up to? Um, probably doing something similar. I think she's well. Okay, so Anis has the tracker pass, so she doesn't have an official like like specific place where she knows that is. So, or where where she knows Henrik is. So she's actually probably going to have been doing kind of the, like, flying circles while while Anais was dropping Catalina off, flying around the the parking garage and looking in. Um, and probably when she catches sight of Anais, is going to, like, like, fly over to where she is. Okay. And maybe... Are you going to do anything as you're flying around? Or? Assess the situation. Okay, perfect. And it's going to be... Bad. It can't be Everything worse than mine. Mm. Okay. Challenge accepted. Yeah, roll it. Okay, that's there you nice. go. We're starting with an eleven. What's your modifier? Uh, minus two because I'm guilty. Okay, so we're at a, uh, a nine. So you get one question. What can I? What here can I use to blank? What here is the biggest threat? What here is in the greatest danger? Who here is the most vulnerable to me, and how could we best end this quickly? Which one do you want? 
what here is the biggest threat. Because okay. to remind our listeners, Layla never trusted Henrik. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So as you're circling around the parking garage, you can get around like two sides of it because the mm-hmm. other two sides of the parking garage are, are buildings. So as you peek in, you can see the car and it's a, it's a sleek black shiny car with tinted windows. It's going to pull into a space and you see Henrik getting out with uh, two other people that you don't recognize. They're both wearing like full face masks that are uh, a simple white. And uh, while you're unfamiliar with them and you, you get the sense they would be trouble, you definitely sense um, being a magical being and if you're your own right, you definitely sense that Henrik has just an aura of power around him. Uh, a somewhat familiar aura of power. I knew it. Um, has Ani spotted him yet? You've spotted him because you've done uh, a loop around the building. Okay. Anais is on the top level of the parking garage with Catalina, so you can catch up to them, but uh, Anais and Catalina have not seen the car yet. All right. Do we still have our combs that Betsy set us up yeah, with totally. a million years ago? Yeah. Okay. Um, you didn't think you took them with you when you left the house because you were expecting to have a normal day, uh, uh, like downtown. But they were in your pockets, of course. Yeah. Um, um, so you can, I just like, assume that they're like in the domino masks. Uh, there, there, there have been one sewn into each domino mask, so you can just use that one. But if you're not wearing a domino mask, there's one in each of your pockets. Yeah. I'll say that she. <laughs> here's here's how I'll say this narratively works. Her gut instinct says engage with him right now but she actually holds back for a second because she's she's really angry but she's also insecure so she's like saying maybe wait and she she thinks to herself and she's like what are the odds that she and then searches her own pockets (laughs) and of course comes up with the comms and is just like thanks bets (laughs) and clips one to her mask to her very cheap DJ's domino mask (laughs) and is going to call like like speak to the other two and is gonna say I have eyes on Henrik where are you I'm in the center where the ramp is I can get to you pretty fast where are you second level to the north okay and Catalina you hear the same thing um so if you want to you can catch up as well yeah, I'm just gonna. Uh, I'm just gonna be like, I'll be right there. Nice. All right. So I'm gonna say the three of you group up behind one of those ostentatious, all too glossy pickup trucks with like the like giant lights on the top. You, you know, you know one of those, right? Yes. Yes. Uh, I'm gonna Ugh. say the three. Yeah. So the three of you group up behind this ostentatious pickup truck, and you see the three figures walking across the parking garage toward an elevator on the opposite side. What do you three do? Call it, Lilith. I want my dagger back, and I sense something from him. It feels familiar. I think I was right. Okay, and I mean, I want my cousin back too, but what are we doing? (sighs) I'm going to charge at the group. 
Good. So it, it sounds like we're engaging a dangerous threat. Maybe as a team, are the two of you going to follow when you see Catalina? Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Good. So we're engaging a dangerous threat as a team. So let's look at those questions. <laughs> so we have, um, who's the leader here? You said call it Lilith. So Yeah. Yeah. Grimoire is assuming it's Lilith. Okay. Cool with you, Catalina? Yeah, that's fine. Okay. Um, Lilith, do you have influence over every teammate? No. No? I don't have influence over Catalina. Oh, okay. Which explains why I was just like, screw it, I'm doing my own thing. (laughs) I love it. So I think we were starting with zero because we used one earlier. Yep. We're adding two now. We are not adding another one here. Uh, What's everyone's purpose in this fight? Um, Lilith, what's your purpose? To get my dagger back and eventually probably confront Wyatt. But you want to get your dagger back. First and foremost, I want my dagger back, and I'm 99% sure that Henrik has it. Okay. Uh, Alpine Moon, what's your purpose in this fight? I feel like... Can I go last? Okay, that's perfectly fine. Grimoire, what's your purpose in this fight? Uh, save Henrik. Save. So we have get your dagger back, save Henrik. We're doing great already. Uh, Catalina, uh, Those are two Alpine different... Moon. Okay. Thank goodness. I wanted to make sure that I wasn't the reason why we were splitting it up. <laughs> uh, I just want to beat up these no. guys because I, I view <laughs> them as perfect. responsible for uh, hurting hurting Betsy. That's perfect. No, I kind of assumed the three of you would have different purposes in this fight, and this is perfect. Uh, so we're still at two. That's fine. Uh, does anyone mistrust the leader or the team? No. no. Nope. Okay, so we're still at two. And uh, is your team ill-prepared or off-balance right now, Alpine Moon? Definitely off-balance. <laughs> I, I, I'd say I'd say that uh, we're off-balance just because the other two are, like, having an emotional journey. And I just want to, like, bash some skulls. I'm just like, I'm fed up with these guys. Betsy's leg is broken. How dare they? <laughs> this is perfect. This is perfect. So we're at, we were at two. We're going to lose one. Um... Uh, Lilith, you can mark a condition to avoid removing a team, but you're already at three. You just no. want to be at one team? One team is fine. We're at fine. one team. That's fine. Okay, so we're at one team right now as Alpine Moon is running across the parking lot at these three figures. Are you going to say or shout or growl anything, Alpine Moon? Um, I don't actually have Angry marked, so okay. I don't think so. Okay. Uh, I don't think that I'm like out of my mind rage i'm just like these assholes are gonna lose some teeth yeah x gonna give it to them yes indeed Uh, yeah just a wolf comes out of nowhere Mm. yeah i'm going to (laughs) i have this assumption that you're trying to directly engage someone who are you directly engaging alpine moon um let's see so there's goons and then there's heinrich uh henrik yes okay um but wyatt was the one that called me right Okay, yes. There's Wyatt and there's Henrik. You have not seen Wyatt, but you have seen Henrik, and you know that uh, that was not Henrik you were speaking on the phone. So who um, do you want okay. to engage? Go on. Uh, I'm going to engage uh, like one of the goons that I don't know. Okay. Um, because uh, for all I know, they could be Wyatt. <laughs> for all you know. Roll it. Okay. Um, and you know what? Actually, uh I would like to uh, use my punch everyone move. Whenever you charge into a fight without hedging your bets, you can shift your danger up and any other label down. This is perfect, and I love it. Um, so I'm going to uh, decrease my freak um, and uh, increase my danger. So freak is now down to plus zero, and danger is up to plus three. 
because this feels very personal, I think, for me right now. (laughs) Nice. Roll it. Uh, We got six on the dice, so uh, that's a nine. Okay. So on a seven to nine, you're going to pick one. Resist or avoid their blows, take something from them, create an opportunity for your allies, or impress, surprise, or frighten the opposition. I think I'm going to create an opportunity for my allies. Okay. I'm not surprised you didn't take one of them. Um, So describe to me how you're uh, creating an opportunity. Um, I think that uh, they, so they're like a little bit surprised, but it's, it's not that they're like totally shocked. Um, It's more just that, uh, cause the, the three of them are like the group of them kind of had their back to me. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so I just, like, come barreling up. So they hear, like, tump, 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 tump. And then, you know, one of them, like, turns around, and I just, like, sucker punch him. Nice. All right. Um, so you sucker punch one of the goons. Uh, he stumbles backward, sucking in a huge breath. Definitely wind knocked out of him. And around this time, Henrik's going to whirl around, and you see this uh, purplish uh, energy circle out of him, and you get whipped up in this whirl of the energy and slammed against the roof of the parking garage and you drop to the floor hard. I want you to roll to take a powerful blow. Absolutely. Uh, we got a four on the dice. Perfect. So... Mark potential. You're, you stand firm. Um, yeah. He like, deter- he, he like slams me up and slams me down and, and I just kind of hop to my feet and I'm like, that's the best you got. Nice. I love it. So um, Lilith and Grimoire, you see the two of you were trying to plot, like plan out meticulously how you're going to engage these three. <laughs> so you, you create the least amount of trouble and you can take them down without a fuss and maybe not attract them to attention and nobody gets hurt. And all of a sudden, Catalina goes, uh, Alpine Moon goes barging across the parking lot, sucker punches one of them and gets slammed into the roof of the parking garage see, by, by Henrik. See, I, I don't think Anais was actually trying to think of a plan to cause like the least possible trouble. I think she was just looking to see how Layla wanted to handle this. Yeah, but because you... she's got angry marks. So I think on seeing this, she's gonna just like roll her eyes and be like, okay, fine then. Uh, she's gonna hop out from behind the pickup truck and say, hey, Henrik, I've been practicing. Wanna see? And she's gonna reality storm Henrik. Nice. Yes. That is a nine on the dice. Uh, plus three uh, brings me. That's still a ten, even with uh, ang- even with ang- um, sorry, even with afraid marked. Nice. Um, so yeah, uh, I'm only going to spend one burn. <laughs> She's we angry. We finally did it. We finally oh, did She angry. So uh, I'm gonna say the way this works is like I'm assuming she gets Henrik's attention. Absolutely. Describe to me what's happening. Uh, so she she jumps out from behind the car and does the like floating like fists up stance, and you see like the spell circle appear. And she goes. I've been practicing my spellcraft. Wanna see? And like slams a hand forward and it's that like she just rakes a line of cars with the laser and just sort of like cut, like just rakes it through where he is because she's barely even aiming. Uh-huh. Uh, so you get the like, she's just blasting cars left and right and happens to hit Henrik as part of it. Cool, cool. So th- that's directly engaging a threat, correct? Yep. So on 10 plus you pick two. So are you trying to resist or avoid his blows, take something, create an opportunity, or impress, surprise, or frighten? Uh, she's going to impress, surprise, or frighten, uh-huh. definitely. And she's going to create an opportunity for her allies. Okay. Excellent. Perfect. So um, 
Henrik definitely gets hit by one of those blasts and holds up both of his hands in front of him and gets forced back a little bit, is able to right himself, and you can see the energy has been absorbed by his hands. Uh, what what color is your magic? Uh, it's like a bright, like slightly purplish blue. Perfect. So you you saw this like uh, dark purple aura around him. It's been brightened a little bit by your purplish blue magic um, swirling around his hands. And he, he nods to you and says, looks like you have been practicing. Let's see how you can take it back. And he's going to uh, force a blast back at you. I want you to roll to take a powerful blow. Can I defend her? Yeah, sure. Can 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 Layla defend? Because this is off the choosing not to resist or avoid their blows. Okay, fine. All right. Yes, yeah, so I want you to roll to take a powerful blow. Okay. With your three conditions. Good luck. Oh, good. Perfect. Uh, that is a nine on the dice. Plus conditions makes it a twelve. Perfect. Oh, no. So you get um, three options from your ten plus list. You can remove yourself, oh, lose control oh, Marie. of your powers. Marie, my sweet wife, what do I always pick? I still lose control of powers. Uh, so Anis is going to get blasted backwards, like probably into a car, like denting the car as as she hits. Mm-hmm. And you just uh, start to see that, like, that prism glow coming out of her uh, as just, like, errant errant blasts of energy are starting to, like, rip through the garage. Yeah. So um, about this time, uh, yeah, there, there's just magic uh, swirling through this parking garage. A bunch of the cars have really been wrecked. And about this time, the goon that didn't get sucker punched by Alpine Moon is going to pull out his phone and dial someone. And you can't really hear what he's saying over the chaos. Um, but well, would, it, would this be a good time for that opportunity to stop whatever, to stop this goon from, from actually calling in the reserves or whatever? Uh, you can try, yeah. Um, I mean, that's that's going to be someone who's I, not currently exploding. Can not I do cur- something, please? Absolutely, yeah. Somebody who is not currently either getting slammed into the floor of the parking garage or uh, playing magical ping pong. Somebody else can <laughs> cool. uh, handle this. So you see uh, all of this magic swirling around. You see the there's cars that have been wrecked, and you see the second goon is uh, pulling out a cell phone and dialing something. Cool. Um... Layla's going to kind of very quickly glide towards him, put a hand on his wrist, and say, who are you calling? And memory manipulate to just pull out of his head the name and number of whoever he was calling. Nice. This sounds like an Unleash Your Powers. It is an Unleash. Nice. I want you to roll it. Cool. Uh... It's a four on the dice, but my freak is insane. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, that makes it a seven. Do you have a condition that would impact this? I do not. Perfect. So you're at a seven. So um, you're trying to memory manipulate. Uh, on a seven to nine, you can either mark a condition or tell me if you want it to be unstable or temporary. Unstable or temporary is fine, but but I would like I would like the information of the name and number of who he's calling. Okay. And she she absolutely I want to make it clear she does quip to him. Who are you calling? All right. So as um, are you, you I'm assuming I kind of have this vision in my head that you're grabbing his wrist that, that the is... hand that's holding the cell phone. Mm. So as you get 
almost uncomfortably close to his face and say this in uh, just just this kind of unhinged expression on your face. Yeah. You're, you're nodding. You like this. Perfect. <laughs> um, you kind of get this like blur effect as you zoom into his mind. You see the digits, the 10 digit phone number on uh, like displaying in front of you. You do not see a name, but you do get the sense of uh, have to call the boss, have to warn him. Okay. Also, I do want to also clarify, I was taking that information from him. Yes. He does not know it now. I know it now. Yes. And um, you are in his head and you can definitely tell he knows he's trying to reach out to his boss. He does not know the name. So just, just to confirm that. Uh, he doesn't That's have fine. that information. Yeah. Okay. But now he doesn't know that number, so he can't actually do that. Yeah, so he's definitely going to stumble back from you, blink his eyes, and look at the cell phone, um, like rip his hand against uh, against you to free his hand, look at the cell phone, and just kind of stammer a little bit like, what, what was I trying to? And look back at you and ready himself to, to uh, he's pulling back to punch you. Um, is he, is he like directly engaging me? What? Um, he's getting ready to. Okay. Can um, I try to I... tackle him as a defend move? Absolutely. Alpine moon. Mm-hmm. Roll it. Uh, well, so it sounded, it, I didn't mean to interrupt. It did sound like, uh, Lilith maybe had a thing. Uh, no, please. If you want to take him, that's fine. I am fine. Okay. Cutting to you defending Lilith from getting a punch to the face. Okay. Um, so hilariously, uh, I'm not actually very good at this because uh, my savior is low, but <laughs> this is perfect. Um, I will try. <laughs> uh, holy smokes, we get 10 on the dice. Nice. Plus one from my influence. So that's an 11. Nice. Hot dog. Is it an uh, 11 or do does anything pull it down? Uh, no, I don't have any conditions or anything. Nice. So. So yeah. on a 10 plus, you, uh, you're you going to keep them safe and choose one. Uh, uh, so I will add a team to the pool. Uh, oh, wait, no, I only get to choose one. I get to choose one thing. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, you know what? I will add a team to the pool because we are kind of hurting for that right now. Okay. Sounds perfect. So you're going to tackle this goon out of the way. Um, just as like his arms pulled back, he's ready to unleash this punch at Lilith. You're going to tackle him out of the way and roll to the side. Uh, the other goon is starting to right himself and suck in air. Um, Grimoire from across the parking lot is gathering herself together. And Henrik's just going to stop. And the energy around all of you is going to stop. And all is quiet and silent in this devastated parking garage. And he's going to crack his neck and turn toward you, Grimoire, and say, I think you have more in you. And about this point, I think it's time we go get ice cream. Thank you for joining us for this episode of Re-Roleplay. This episode, you heard us play Masks, A New Generation, which was created by Brendan Conway and published by Magpie Games. It was game mastered by me, Marie, and our sound editing was done by Andy. The music you're hearing is the epic orchestral superhero trailer by Neil Murray Music. Be sure to follow us on Facebook at Re-Roleplay Podcast or on Twitter at Signal City for regular updates as our adventures continue. 
If you'd like to help us make our show even better, please consider supporting us on Patreon. A link to our page can be found in the description. We'd like to thank all our patrons for their generous support, but we'd like to make special mention of our paragons of Signal City, Will Beatty, and our anonymous benefactor. With that, we're officially off to get our just desserts. Thanks again for listening, and we'll see you next episode.